This is the Troll Patrol. Live with Justin Freakin. Welcome to the Troll Patrol Live. Where I'm totally not. Now, now I'll turn on the TV. The PlayStation will come on. I have to turn the PlayStation off. And then flip over to the... I am indeed bald. It's shiny. We're going to have to do something about the window. I'm thinking about how to rearrange the room to deal with this bullshit. Scare me? What'd you do to scare me? I'm confused, Warlord. What's going on? Ah, fuck it. Let's just play games. Play some Crash Bandicoot. I don't know. I don't know why that just spiked like that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a shitty ass board. I'm gonna get a new board here soon. I promise. Yeah, fuck this show. We're just gonna play Crash Bandicoot. But but I don't I don't have the PlayStation hooked up to the computer, so you're not gonna be able to see. It's just gonna be me. It's really fucking broad. <laughs> Yeah, fuck this show. I just want to play Crash Bandicoot. The local election department. Not sure what you're talking about, Warlord. I'm sure I'm sure whatever you posted was pertinent. It's almost like Justin has been incredibly busy. Hasn't had time to do fucking shit. I um I even was just like fucking around on Twitter. I was like, ah. Oh, I'm caught up on everything. Let me go fuck around on Twitter for a little bit. And then I see a, a email. It was like, invite into room. And I was like, oh shit, I forgot I was supposed to live produce a podcast for a client this afternoon. So here I am, barely fucking awake. Hopping into this room. I had to throw a shirt on real fast because, you know, they're going to they're gonna see me at the beginning. It was a, I do need a calendar. And that's the thing is like, it was like a Google invite. So I thought it would show up on my calendar and my Google home would tell me it did not. At the old apartment, I had a dry erase board and it was right over top of my computer. And that's where I kept all my, uh, gigs that I need to do this. Life I'm working on this video. I'm working on that video. Wash your ass. Wash your ass. Not high enough for this shit. Gonna talk about beer cans tonight. Tom McDonald right now trying to figure out what rhymes with Bud Light. Beer cans and bras. Right wingers are really upset about beer cans and bras for some reason. 
Lenny, Drake, Warlord. So glad to see all of you. Hopefully, shortly, we'll have uh, one of the chuds from Twitter that's been arguing with me all day. Maybe he'll come in. He's got some questions he wants to ask me. I kind of doubt he will, though. Idiot-ass right-wingers and transphobes are cowards. Uh, we got to find out what that news be doing, don't we? Tonight, we're going to hear two different interviews. One from Fox News last night, where Donald Trump went on to talk with Tucky Carlson. And then Elon Musk went on with the BBC. And I've seen right-wingers herald both interviews. Apparently, apparently they're saying that Musk destroyed a BBC interviewer. So, um, we'll, we'll watch the whole thing and we'll see for ourselves. We're going to talk a lot about wokeness tonight. Are Legos too woke? Are sports bras too woke? Are beer cans too woke? Uh, right-wingers just think everything's fucking woke. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. I do want to point out that as I was coming on uh, on stream, I got the weirdest message. Oh my god, I had a, a scary sex dream about you, and your dick was exceptionally big. Er. My dick is not big. My dick is pretty fucking average. Just, just to be clear. Just to be clear. Oh, content warning on that one. <laughs> somebody, somebody. You live in, live sexual, in sexual anarchy. anarchy. Warlord gonna give me the talk about the birds and the bees, apparently. Has Tom McDonald four inches average? I thought it was like five in the five to seven range was average or like five. First of all, You know, we need we need to solve for the average in order to do a normal distribution. We have to find out what the average and the mean is. From there, we can come up with what one standard deviation from the mean is, two standard deviations uh, from the meme. From the meme. Apparently, I'm a skosh larger than average. Cool. Neato. Maybe you just maybe you just been with some little dick motherfuckers. Nothing wrong with that either. Nothing wrong with that. I, I said that like it was a put down or something. People can't help the way they're born. You can help if you've got a dirty ass, though. Life is too short to walk this earth for a crusty asshole. Wash your ass. Dude, this has been spamming me on Twitter. You said you were going to be watching. Are you watching right now? Or are you going to call in? 917-830-4359. Or you can hop in the Discord if you're more technologically uh, advanced. If not, we're going to find out what that news be doing, because that's what we do here on the Troll Patrol, Sunday through Thursday. Uh, it is Wednesday. Tomorrow is Thursday, and a week from tomorrow is the uh, big three-year celebration of the Troll Patrol Live, a menage a troll a week from tomorrow, be sure to join us at 4 p.m. Eastern on 420. We will celebrate 420 in all the time zones across the country. We will be on YouTube for this event. 
I was going to clip the caller from last night and put that up on YouTube, but then I remembered my, my first strike doesn't expire until April 15th. I don't know what could have possibly been said in the call that would get me a strike, but I didn't want to risk it because three strikes and you're out on the YouTube. Anyway, Fox News has been sanctioned in the Dominion case. Apparently, it's a bad time to have Fox News on your resume. Meanwhile, Donald Trump is suing his former lawyer, Michael Cohen. We have new news about the subpoenas in the special counsel's investigation into January 6th. Leaked documents covers a lot of shit. We're going to hear from Representative Justin Pearson, state Tennessee State Representative Justin Pearson. Once again, Tennessee State Representative Justin Pearson reinstated this afternoon. He gave a speech directly afterwards. Meanwhile, in Arizona, the Arizona State Legislature has voted to boot a GOP representative. And we haven't checked in with Larry Kudlow in a while. He always has stupid shit to say. Apparently, he says something is the greatest exercise in modern socialism. I can't wait to watch this video and be like, Larry, that's not socialism. Chat lag? Why is there chat? Okay, so something weird is going on. I don't think it's my internet. Uh, On Firefox, I couldn't even load up any Twitch channel. No one's Twitch channel would load up for me. The chat is lagging? I apologize. Fuck, I think this is a Twitch issue because I'm I'm super green light here. Remember, I'm I'm on new internet. We're we're on the fiber optic. The CIA is watching. About, it should be about yeah, like six or seven seconds is a, is a normal lag on the chat. Yeah, I'm on the fiber optic now. It, it should be no thing. Everything says it's good. I've not dropped a frame. Twitch might be having issues though because I was having trouble loading up somebody's Twitch channel. So, I don't know. Uh, well, thank you, Vampire Hunter. I look good bald. I like it better than I thought I would. That is why I have so far kept it. I mean, oh no, don't go away. Don't go away, Curious, or we'll miss you. What up, buddy? What are you doing? Oh, you just. Hi. Hi, everybody on stream. <laughs> no, no, he does not. No, he doesn't. Walk the fuck on in there. Uh, eventually, my hair is going to be back. Kelly, good evening. I I like hair too much. I like my hair. So, I don't know. But, like, you may notice that there is a discrepancy between my... my I pulled the wrong headphone. A discrepancy between my beard and my head. 
I have indeed continued to shave my head. Because <laughs> it's, it's fun to rub it when it's smooth. What in the way? What's going on? Good evening. Meat cakes. Good evening. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate all the love. Ah. Now let's find out what that news be doing. Let's get into it. Uh, the first thing we're going to start off with um, tonight, we're going to go to Indiana. Josephus, good evening. We're going to go to Indiana where a recycling plant is ablaze and could quite possibly be putting carcinogens into the atmosphere. Curtis, thank you so much. A recycling plant fire continues to spew toxic smoke all across Richmond, Indiana, a full day after it started. Yeah, evacuation orders still in effect around that plant, shutting down schools and businesses in that area. WLWT News 5's Brian Hamrick live in Richmond. It's about 90 miles northwest of here. And Brian's going to show us if firefighters are making any progress on this thing. Yeah, well, they are making some progress on this, uh, but it is burning right now, and they're just hoping... You know what else is burning? It. Take a look exactly, at it. Drake. It is pumping out. The markets will handle this. As we speak, uh, the crews say they've been able to contain the fire on three sides, uh, and they think they can keep it from spreading, but at this point, they can't put it out. An evacuation notice was given for everyone within a half-mile radius. That order remains in effect today. The plan is for recycling. The mayor says it's jammed with plastic. Some people report the smell of tires burning. The fire shut down businesses in this part of Richmond. Two school systems are closed. That's Richmond Community Schools and Indiana University East. Uh, no one knows how uh, the, these long-term effects are going to... Yeah, it's almost like we live in a late uh, capitalist uh, you know hillscape. Right now, we talked to a woman who lives in the shelter-in-place zone. And I hurried up and got home because I was having a headache, and it was, I have asthma, so it was feeling like it was real thick, kind of like when you was breathing, like the air felt kind of thick and like funny. Yeah, now we're on the back side of all this, and uh, bonjour. blowing the pillar no, bonjour. that way, and we've tried to limit our exposure here. Uh, yeah, dude. Is, yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, this smoke is toxic. That's what the. F I, I wouldn't want to be on that scene without some sort of uh, some sort of respirating mask or something. Jesus, dude. What the hell? Fire marshal calls up. The EPA has been more specific. They've measured things like uh, some heavy metals. They say they have uh, measured. Head bowl. Uh, uh, chloride hydrogen, it, a lot of different things into this uh, smoke that's out here. So people are really wanting to kind of keep themselves away from that at this point. Reporting live, Brian Hamrick, WLWT News 5. And Brian, talk about this plant's history of all kinds of issues over the years. Yeah, now the mayor says this isn't the first time they've had problems here. In fact, they say he says that they have uh, been out here multiple times. They've asked this person to clean this facility up. They say he's refused to do it. They've even put in a court order to have him do that and has not complied. He's calling him irresponsible and negligent. Mike? All right. I think, he's, mon I think he's monitoring the booth from his cell phone, Drake. That's, I think he's listening for his cue from his cell phone. I do not know why he does not have an IFB. I do not know uh, what, the, what the deal is. 
Ah, so this is just, uh, what, a month and a half after the train derailment in Palestine, Ohio, and East Palestine, Ohio. And, and we now know that Norfolk Southern decided just to burn everything up because it was cheaper and it would get the, the, the rails open faster. Put all kinds of chemicals in the air. As if this wasn't already Cancer Alley. The the area, Indiana, Ohio, Pennsylvania, down through Kentucky, West Virginia, East Tennessee. That is the area called Cancer Alley already. The fuck are you even talking about, dude? I... We got somebody in the chat saying some stupid fucking shit. Come on, man. Not you, Artemis. Uh, let's move on. Speaking of toxic waste, Trump was on with Tucker Carlson last night. Lamont. Or Lam- Lemon. Lemon Volt. Lamont. Maybe you got some Castlevania on my, uh, on my brain. What's up, Lemon Volt? Trump was on with Tucker Carlson last night, giving his first interview since his arraignment. Let's hear what he has to say. Do you think Biden will stay in the race? Come on, man. Uh, I, I watch him just like you do. And I think it's almost inappropriate for me to say it. But I deal with other people. I don't see, I don't see how it's possible. And it's not an age thing. You know, like I say, I have friends that are 88, 89, 92. Bernie Marcus, Home Depot is 95. Smart. Diane Feinstein, who is 96, being called on to step down. She has now missed 60 votes. As hell, he's sharp as he was. I mean, he's, you know, 4,000 years old. Bernie Marcus, Home Depot, founder of Home Depot, one yeah. of the founders. I mean, it, I had a meeting with him a few months ago. He was 100%. I, I know people that built their fortunes from 80 to 90. Oh, sir, we heard from Bernie Marcus the other day here on this show. He is not 100%. 100%. The fucking the capitalist uh, mindset has rotted his goddamn brain. Nobody wants to work anymore. Uh. They were always struggling, and they made a fortune from 80 to 90. A couple of people in particular. It's, a, you know, amazing. He's not too old. You know, his age, I think they do the age. Tucker looks like a doofus. They say, this is a way of getting Trump. Let's go home. But there's something wrong. I saw his answer today on television about whether or not he was going to run to a very nice guy named Al Roker. I mean, you can't get a softer question than that. That was a long answer of... Talking about the eggs and the this and that. Look, I don't think he can. Yeah. But say what you want. They didn't expect him to get it. Yeah. You know, people could say he won an election. You know, they, it, it always goes, I got the most votes of any person, any sitting president in history. I was told if I got 15 million less, I... Motherfucker! I got the most votes of any sitting president in history, and you still got beat by almost 8 million more votes. Can you do math, motherfucker? 
But then you take my 75% chance of winning and then add 66 and two-thirds percent. I got I 141 lose. and two-thirds chance You're surrounded of by vicious, smart people, radical left people, but they're very smart and they're very vicious. It's not him. Neither, Artemis. It's not him. He's now in Ireland. He's not going to have a news conference. When the world is exploding, I own property in Ireland. I'm not going to Ireland. The world is exploding around us. You could end up in a third world war, and this guy's going to be in Ireland and not having a news conference. He hasn't had a news conference, I guess, in months. I saw today where he has it. It's been. Well, he can't. So no, if he think... doesn't run, if he's taken out by his own party, or who knows what happens, but it doesn't seem like he's capable of running again. He is going to run again. Obviously, the one that they uh, would talk about would be the vice president, Kamala. Uh, that would be the one that they talk about. But I don't think she's performed well on the big stage. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. But there are a certain group of people that will go crazy if it's not her. They're going to go very. They're going to be very angry if it's not her. That's a problem. Uh, you have a very ambitious guy in California, but he's done a terrible job with the state. I used to get along great with him, you know, when I was president. I had along, you know, got along really good, Gavin. Well, but you got along with Gavin Newsom? I did. I really did. He was always very nice to me. He said the greatest things. He his, would say things his, like he's doing a great job. His ex-wife is dating your son now. Uh, oh, he was very About nice. About you? About me. That's why I could never hit him, because he was so nice to me. He's just laying in wait, right? But I could... You know, I, he was very nice to me, and relatively speaking, some of them weren't. We did a good job for the governors, but um, they talk about him, they talk about some others. Uh, I just don't see Biden doing it from a physical or a mental standpoint. Yes. I don't mm. see it. But it's been a crazy period of time in the world of politics. But he's surrounded by people, you know, they expected Bernie to win. Now, Bernie's older. I mean, I was expecting Bernie to win, and Bernie would have won. Then Biden, you know, whether you like him or not, he's sharp. I watched him being interviewed the other day. He's 100% sharp. He hasn't lost much, if anything, Bernie Sanders. But, you know, he's older. So it's not an age thing. I just don't see him. So they're trying to prevent you from making it to the general election yeah. by tying you up in lawsuits, charging you with crimes. You've described the process. The old Soviet process. The old Soviet <laughs> process. And you've described it as illegitimate. If this goes to trial and you get convicted, like how would you respond in the middle of a presidential campaign? Well, how would it's you so off. The statute of limitations are years off. Uh, it's, it's hard to believe, you know. Usually, when you have something like this, the Democrats say, oh, he's terrible, guilty. The Democrats have even said, I'm innocent. I watched some of these... What? Andrew McCabe. I'm guilty as fuck. ...who I fired. He came out, he said... He's a Republican. They've all come out and said it. And then you've had uh, Andrew McCarthy. You've had Jonathan Turley, uh, Greg Jarrett. Dershowitz, all of them. It, the Dershowitz! And they're, you know, down the middle people. They say, no, they're not! There's no crime. Dershowitz is an accused pedophile. With your buddy, Jeffrey Epstein. Investigations. Seven years. They've looked at 
I have a very big company, much bigger than they understand. In fact, when they finally got my taxes, they said, whoa. You know, they took them years to get the taxes. They got them. That was the last you ever heard. You never heard one thing about them. But took them years. DJ Dub. Uh, Trump. 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 Oh, and Alan Dershowitz. Be looking at people. That's sort of another one of the tenants. You don't do that. But I didn't care that much. I just, on principle, I fought them. And they looked. I built a great company. When you do the things that I do, and you employ thousands and thousands of people over the years, just thousands, we've done a great job. And then I ran for president. People were surprised that I won, but I used to see these rallies. You were surprised you won. The enthusiasm is more now than I've ever seen. Than I've ever I was seen. there. I think since your poll numbers have risen consistently since they raided this place, Mar-a-Lago. Well, before they raided. In they, August. They were going up substantially before well, they but definitely since, moved after since that. then they've oh jimmy the criminal predicted that they would come after him with criminal charges oh who would have thunk it what a dumb fuck you are really been going up so what how do you think that your opponents will respond i don't know how well we have two opponents we have a primary opponent we have a general election opponent i i, I mean the democratic party using the legal system well what they're doing is they're finding and think of this they say 11 million pages, but whatever it is, through all of these Democrats' investigations, I had the Mueller hoax, I had uh, impeachment hoax number one, impeachment hoax number two, Ukraine, 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 Russia, 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 you knew the Russia, Russia, Russia. I got that whole term from you, Russia, Russia, Russia. You'd be screaming and I'd say, this guy's a comedian. But you remember that whole period of time. Oh yeah, I'm laughing my ass off. Total fake. But think of this, you know, I tell this story. What turned out to be a total fake? So the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax was made up by crooked Hillary Clinton, Adam Schiff, the DNC, the Democrat Party. The dossier is a total fake thing. We're suing them now, as you know, on that. We're suing them a lot because, unfortunately, uh, Bill Barr didn't have the courage to do what he should have done. He should have done. He was so afraid of being impeached. So I have to do it civilly. I have to sue people. The Justice Department should have done because these are criminals. But think of this. So you have all of these millions and millions of pages, and they get you on a non-disclosure agreement? I mean, big numbers, billions and billions of dollars, right? Man, it's like if I was to go out here, like I, I get on stream, and I'm like, these people are going to come after me for robbing a bank. Watch it. Trust me. And they're going to do it right before 420. And then I go out and rob a bank, and then I'm like, see? See? I told you they were going to come after me for robbing this bank and doing it right before 420, right before my holy high holiday. How dare they? That's your logic there, Jimmy, you dumb fuck. And they get you on a perfect non-disclosure. A perfect. Nothing. A friend of mine who's a big business guy said, you have to be the most honest guy. You don't have friends. Because with all of those numbers that you have and those big numbers, you know, most honest guys in the world. You have to see. Take a look at the people I just mentioned. Look, read what they said. There was no crime. In fact, a lot of people saying, he indicted somebody. There's no crime. That's illegal to do. You know what he did. So I don't see it going. I mean, we'll have to see. So, but just to bottom line it, they, I mean, the purpose of this is to keep you out of the presidential race. If I weren't running... Or if I had bad poll numbers, let's say. Right. No, 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 no. Remember, the Democrats are the party of disinformation. If they want you to run, if they want to run against somebody, 
They're going to go the opposite. For instance, they don't want to run against Biden. And now, I just gave you a poll. I'm nine points up on Biden. But they're the party of disinformation. So what they say is, oh, we want to run against Trump. Now, they always do that. You know, they do that. And other people would do it, but they do it pretty much better than others. Is there anything the fuck? You legally that would convince you to drop out of the race? If you get convicted no. in this case in New York, no, I'd never drop, drop out. out. No, I'd never drop out. It's not my thing. I wouldn't do it. Subscribe to the Fox News. Ooh. No, no, I will not subscribe to the Fox News YouTube channel. Uh, Trump mentioned lawsuits there. Trump suing Michael Cohen, his former attorney. As of today, it's, he made reference to the lawsuits. He said he had to do it civilly. Trump sues ex-attorney Michael Cohen for half a billion dollars as New York criminal charges loom. Former President Donald Trump sued his ex-lawyer Michael Cohen for $500 million on Wednesday. We don't have any clips in this. I love picking a video that I have to read. Why'd I do that? The Trump loyalist turned critic breached their attorney-client relationship as Trump faces criminal charges in New York following a long-running investigation into a hush money payment a probe Cohen has cooperated with. Or good evening. I, I'm still out, but I found a bag of sea bidet. So we'll have some Sabaday tonight. Trump's legal team filed a more than 30-page federal lawsuit in the Southern District of Florida. Alleges Cohen breached confidentiality, uh, confidentiality agreements and spread falsehoods about Trump through public statements, the publication of two books, and a podcast series, all while allegedly ignoring a cease and desist order in 2020. The lawsuit highlights Cohen's 2020 memoir, Disloyal, and 2022 book, Revenge, as major examples of a confidentiality breach and calls several of the accounts in the books fictionalized. Cohen's public statements were driven by greed, and he sought to capitalize on the fame and success of his former client, Trump's legal team alleges. Also claims Cohen has increased the intensity of his comments about Trump in recent months, which the lawsuit says is likely due to Trump's ongoing legal battle. Now, he might actually have a case here if the cease and desist had any validity to it. Good to see. That's exactly right, Mox. Let them fight. Meanwhile, speaking of lawsuits, you know that whole uh, Dominion lawsuit going on with Fox right now? Fox has been uh, sanctioned in that case. We also got a quick development I wanted to share this afternoon on another legal case we've been watching closely. The Dominion Voting Systems lawsuit against Fox News is set to go to trial days from now. And Fox News is in some serious hot water with the judge who just sanctioned Fox for officially for withholding evidence in the defamation case. According to a person who was in the Delaware courtroom today, Dominion played recordings of a now former Fox News producer who made that she made during the 2020, which were not handed over to Dominion's lawyers during discovery. That producer, Abby Grossberg, is now also suing Fox News, claiming her deposition in this defamation case was coerced. The sanction against Fox gives Dominion a chance to conduct another deposition, and Fox has to pay for it. The judge, meanwhile, says he's also considering an additional investigation and censure. 
Fox News responded minutes ago in a statement saying, as counsel explained to the court, Fox produced the supplemental information from Ms. Grossberg when we first learned it. <laughs> and you will not hear about any of that shit on Fox News. They don't report that news over there. Uh, apparently it's a very bad time to have Fox News on your resume because of all this uh, legal fiascos going on. Reading from the Daily Beast, many former Fox News staffers are paying the price for Fox News' Dominion lawsuit and other scandals, according to contributor, uh, contributing editor Diane Falzone. Someone's going to have to be held accountable for the Dominion voting systems lawsuit, and it's certainly not going to be Rupert Murdoch himself. It's going to be people under him, says Daily Beast contributing editor Diane Falzone on the episode of The New Abnormal Politics Podcast. Of course, it was an ad for a podcast. Falzone, who also reports on Fox News for the Daily Beast media team, joined TNA Total Nonstop Action co-host and fellow Fox News alum Andy Levy to share more about what it's like to work at the embroiled media company right now and what their experience has been leaving it. While sources have told her that it's really a bad time to be working at the company, her reporting found it's also a bad time to have them on your resume at all. One of my sources who recently left and recently completed uh, and, and recently completely dismayed with the organization was there for over a decade and started when things were not what they are now and left just thinking, wow, my career is in the toilet. In my time, this source went for a job in media because the hiring manager saw the number of years there, assumed that this person was along those very, very right ideologies and was not able to get hired and had to figure out something else to do. Oh, poor baby. You work for Fox News and you're not saying you can't get a job anymore. Right wingers love to say that if you get woke, you go broke. Seems like when you go Nazi, you have to stay at home and play Yahtzee. I should have thought about that one a little more before I made that joke. That was horrible. Sorry. I'll see myself out on that one. Uh, I just go ahead and wrap up the show now. I'm, I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> August, good evening. Oh no, I was trying to come up with something that rhymed off the top of my head. This is, I am better. You know, I'm, I'm fine. Uh, uh, coming up with shit in the heat of the moment, but I'm way better. I am way better when I've had a chance to think about things clinically. Good evening. <laughs> we're going to go into this though. We're going to, we're going to talk about, uh, Bud Light sales. Cause man, man, you might've seen, uh, outlets like the daily wire be like, Bud Light sales is plummeted. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, they wish. They wish. I mean, they have, though. They have. Uh, apparently they've taken, anecdotally, they've taken a little tumble and their stock is slightly down. But we're going to analyze the data and show you why the get woke, go broke thing actually, uh, is false. 
I mean... Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. These uh, companies... Well, we just saw Trump on Tucker Carlson. Is it, is it a two-part interview? Is he airing, like, the second part tonight? Yeah, Bud Light, big mistake. Only Jimmy, I'm going to show you where... No, 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 no. Actually, uh, these companies know exactly what they're doing. And they realize appealing to idiots like Jimmy is not very lucrative for them. The special counsel looks to be heating up its investigation into uh, Donald Trump. new batch of subpoenas seeks to compare public claims of voter fraud after the 2020 election with private texts and emails. Federal prosecutors probing the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol have in recent weeks sought a wide range of documents related to fundraising after the 2020 election, looking to determine if Trump or his advisors scammed donors by using false claims about voter fraud to raise money. Eight people familiar with the new inquiry said. The answer is yes. Special Counsel Jack Smith's office has sent subpoenas in recent weeks to Trump advisors and former campaign aides, Republican operatives, and other consultants involved in the 2020 presidential campaign, the people said. They have also heard testimony from some of these figures in front of a Washington grand jury. Eight people with knowledge of the investigation spoke on the condition of anonymity to discuss an ongoing criminal investigation. Oh, yeah! Hey, hey, oh, Jipinus. <laughs> Welcome in. <laughs> what the fuck kind of name is that? Not going to make fun of your name, though. No, no. Making fun of people's names is totally, totally my thing over here. Remember General Breedlove? The new subpoenas received since the beginning of March, which have not been previously reported, show the breadth of Smith's investigation as Trump embarks on a campaign for re-election while assailing the special counsel's investigation and facing charges of falsifying business records in New York and a separate criminal investigation in Georgia. The subpoenas seek more specific types of communications so that prosecutors can compare what Trump allies and advisors were telling each other privately about the voter fraud claims with what they were saying publicly in appeals that generated more than two hundred million dollars in donations from idiots from complete morons right wingers are morons good day in Tennessee today that doesn't happen very often Someone who has spent a lot of time in Tennessee, allow me to tell you, good days in Tennessee are few and far between. But it was very pretty today, very pretty spring day, and ousted Democratic State Representative Justin Pearson is now once again a state representative from Memphis. We're going to take you straight to Memphis, where Justin Pearson... Mox, that was Taylor Shabusiness. Taylor Shabusiness. That was another name that I've made... A lot of fun of here on this show. <laughs> Wrestling with Shabusiness. Just days after being expelled from the Tennessee State House Legislation has been reinstated now by a Tennessee County Board. Let's listen in. 
wing claim because i think even somebody said it in my chat last night one of the chuds that was in here um he's not imitating mlk you dumb motherfuckers <laughs> he like that's just a way that southern preachers talk that's a just a thing <laughs> MLK was just like all the other fucking southern preachers in the way he talked. It's not that they're trying to imitate MLK, and even if they were, good person to imitate. What the fuck? What is right-wingers say the dumbest goddamn things? For you guilty people, the people got a message. We don't build this movement. We gon' build this movement. We gon' build this movement. We gon' build this movement. I think both of them have a bright future in politics. And you, and you, and you, and we gon' build this movement. Because we are convinced that there's a different vision for Memphis. There's a different... Warm ups, what's up, my friend? There's a different vision for... I don't get your joke. Usher there is this hype man. What's going on? Matt Walsh accused him of blackface. That could quite pot of all the dumb shit that Matt Walsh has ever said. That could be one of the dumbest. Now, one of the things Matt Walsh has said that wasn't dumb was this. Justin Freakin, the formidable voice in the culture. Accused Pearson of blackface. Wow. This movement, in this moment in time, that's going to change the country. And I'm so glad. Oh, I'm so glad. Yes, I'm glad. Oh, I'm glad. Yes, I'm glad. I'm so glad. Oh yeah, this motherfucker was raised in a church. It's clear. Stop. 
CNN national correspondent Ryan Young is there in Memphis for us. Ryan, you've been following this so closely. Uh, we can feel the energy coming through the TV here. I'm sure you're certainly feeling it there in person. Yeah, yeah it's unreal if you think about how this has played out. Last Thursday, when all the swelling of people showed up, the emotion as it was raining and it was cold, and people went upstairs and they were willing to sit outside for a long Is this dude like Agent 43 or something? What, what the hell? period of time so this wouldn't happen and then when it did happen keep your eye on him is hit twice because not only have people got behind justin j pearson but now they're behind justin jones and all that with representative johnson right behind them you listen to all this energy you see the people here who are basically at a, at a church service outside but then you couple that with a march from dr king uh with uh, thinking about the Lorraine Motel and the fact that it was 54 years ago that he was assassinated, you understand that the fight here, um, they're saying, is about gun violence. A lot of people who are galvanized by that. So this is less about race and more about safety, and that's what they've been talking about all day long. So as you walk around here, you see people with signs who are talking about gun violence. Look at this crowd, though. Look at how people are standing here. They've been doing this for hours, and we've seen this over and over again. Inside that county commission room, you heard people saying they were ready to pass the baton to someone younger. They believe Justin J. Pearson is that person. Now, there are some parts of this that we have to talk about. They do have to get the minutes from that meeting today to the state capitol. And the plan is, once it gets there, tomorrow morning before the session starts. Oh, I'm sorry. Apparently he is not officially reinstated just yet. That'll happen tomorrow. They plan to swear him in on the steps of the Capitol again in Nashville. That happened the same thing with Justin Jones, and that was a powerful moment as well. So you feel that ground swelling. Uh, maybe about a week ago, no one knew who these young men were outside the state of Tennessee. So a big difference now. You had a vice president show up here. You've got people all across the country booking these young men on talk shows, and they feel galvanized by the fact that folks are leaning into this moment, especially with all the gun violence that's happening across this country. Yeah, speaking of gun violence, that's the issue um, that they were speaking on that got them expelled. And I can just type in shooting, and guess what? It's just another day. Four people sent to the hospital after a shooting at McCormick Park in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Yet another mass shooting here in the United States of America. Yeah, and we heard from a woman who, who, who you know, patted you on the back. You stopped and got some great information, just some color from her, Ryan, on the way out of that meeting where she said we felt our voices weren't being heard. And now she I, I wouldn't doubt to see both Pearson and Jones be uh, to have both of them in Congress within the next 10, 15 years. Uh, hang there for us, if you would. We do also want to welcome now a Democratic member of the Tennessee State House, Representative Jason Powell. Uh, sir, good to have you. Far with more mass shootings than days. We're like at like 1.45 mass shootings a day. Play out in Memphis. I am very excited. This is a movement uh, that has is underway. Uh, I'm so excited to have my colleague Justin J. Pearson back. I uh, already have my colleague here from Nashville, uh, Justin Jones, back with us. You know, I personally have been affected by gun violence. This hit very close to home. Uh, I am a father. I have a son who is in third grade. He's not. Yeah, dude, yeah. Talk about hitting close to home. Fucking shootings in Louisville and Nashville. That hits way too close to home for me. Two cities I've spent far too much time in.
It's way too close to home for me. Nine years old. I was at my son's school reading to his class the morning that this shooting happened at Covenant School. The little boy that was murdered is a member and was on a team, the Reds, in the Creve Hall Little League where my son plays. That's how close this hits to home. And I am so energized and excited, hopeful that we are going to finally tackle this issue of gun violence in the state of Tennessee. But uh, the excitement today is about uh, Representative Pearson, Representative Jones coming back. There is no chance in hell that they will actually tackle the problem. The Republicans still have a super majority. I mean, fucking... We're having to overcome their, their attacks on democracy before we can even come to the table. That's why, like, last night, talking about the guy, like, talking about building bridges, Cortex. Super nice guy, centrist, cool. How am I supposed to build bridges with fascists that have no desire to build a bridge with me? They would rather just expel uh, people that disagree with them than actually engage with them fighting against this undemocratic process that we saw in the state of Tennessee where they were expelled for office. It was a shame, but the people have spoken. The county commission in, in Shelby County did the right thing today. The people of Nashville and our city council did the right thing. We have reappointed our colleagues back, and we are going to continue on this movement, continue to fight for true gun reform and stop gun violence in the United States of America and make the the starting point here in Nashville and in Tennessee. Yeah, and your personal history and experience there with gun violence is indicative on what, of what so many millions of Americans experience. Uh, one in five American families has been impacted in some way, shape, or form by gun violence. I know this is a very important issue for you. I'm amazed it's not higher than that. Jones and Justin Pearson. What, what are we considering a family? Is that just the, the close unit, or are we talking about the extended family? If you include extended families, it has to be more than one in five. Holy shit. I mean, at this point, like, I've got, I've got two different uh, instances where my family members have been involved in, in gun violence. Here is a representative that got expelled from the Arizona State House and possibly for a very good reason. Fox 10 News at noon. We have a Fox 10 News alert to get you. The Arizona House has voted to expel Republican state lawmaker Liz Harris. The final vote, 46 to 13. Now, yesterday, the House Ethics Committee issued a report saying that Harris broke a House rule during an election presentation. House Democrats filing an ethics complaint following that presentation from a Scottsdale insurance agent back in February. So Harris invited that woman, Jacqueline Breger, to speak. She then made serious and unfounded allegations where she accused elected officials, judges, even the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints of taking bribes and laundering money for drug cartels out of Mexico. So this is a developing story. Again, she has been expelled from the legislature. We have a reporter at the Capitol right now. We'll bring you more on later editions of Fox 10 News. Oh no. Oh no. I wouldn't doubt that the church is taking money and there's several lawmakers that are taking money from the cartels. I kind of want to see where this one goes. She she might be on to something. I uh, I uh I might side with her on this one. Say maybe we do need to look into these lawmakers. I think you all are fucking corrupt.
Well, they're definitely not going to expel Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, with the Republicans in charge, that's for sure. Now, Kevin McCarthy may not be in the House very much longer. Authority has no balls anymore because Justin kicked him. He's kicking authority in the balls. There are several Republicans that should be arrested for numerous reasons. Um, I would start with Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. When we come back from the other side of the break, we're going to hear from Larry Kudlow on Fox Business. I don't even know. I didn't look. I don't know what this is about. But Kudlow is saying it's the greatest exercise in modern socialism. I have no idea what he's saying is the greatest exercise in modern socialism. I'm not even going to venture to guess. But what I am going to guess at is that whatever he is describing as the greatest exercise in modern socialism isn't actually socialism. It's probably just capitalism. Probably just capitalism. We're going to talk about Bud Light sales. We're going to hear from a distributor. We're going to hear from Dylan Mulvaney herself. We're going to talk about why going woke doesn't actually mean that you're going to go broke. And we've got the numbers. We got the math. We did the math. We know that it ain't going to make you go broke. You take your 33 and a third chance minus my 25% chance, and you got an eight and a third chance of winning. And we're going to talk about sports bras and Legos. All these things are too woke for the right-wingers, apparently. Woke sports bras. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. Are the, are the right-wingers all right? Seriously, are the right-wingers all right? Somebody needs to check on them. Also, Elon Musk went on with the BBC sometime yesterday. No, they're not. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of Canada, pork, pork, pork. So I was having an argument with some dude the other day. And he was telling me about how, like, you know, uh, Japan was an example of how gun control doesn't work. And I'm like, Japan is an excellent example of how gun laws work. And he was like, but they had to give up their freedoms. I'm like, Japan ranks higher than us on the freedom index. Canada ranks higher than us on the freedom index. (laughs) There are many countries with strict gun laws that rank higher than the U.S. on the freedom index. But the right wing is saying that Musk absolutely destroyed a BBC reporter. I can't imagine that he actually did that because Musk is a blithering fucking idiot. But that is what we're going to talk about when we come back from the other side of the break. So if you are not subbed on Twitch, you're going to get the commercial break. I play them all at once. Give everybody a chance. Go to the bathroom. Go get you something to drink. You're not going to miss out on any content. We'll stick it to Twitch that way. Uh, if you are subbed, I'm going to stick around with you. So if you aren't subbed, you get the commercial break. If you are subbed, hey guys, we're still here. How y'all doing? What's been happening? Let me hit you. Let me hit you with a meme. 
You want to do that? Also, like, fucking right-wingers. Uh, Fee, the Freedom Economics, in whatever the fuck organization it's called, Foundation for Economic Education. Ah, shit, I didn't mean to hit that. Hit the wrong thing. Seth Rollins is not coming out. B posted about how uh, all the left does is promote culture war nonsense. And I responded, you guys are literally the ones pushing the nonsense. And somebody responded to me, was like, how so? Buddy, who do you think promotes this shit? It's right-wing pages. Just scroll through this page, or the Daily Wire, or Fox News, and it's nothing of substance and just culture war nonsense. I went and looked, and the post, right before they made that post, was about Dylan Mulvaney. Nothing but culture war nonsense, because that's all the right wing can do. They have no principles. They have no policies. Get on the stream. Show everybody your face. Whoa. He's mad. He didn't want me to pick him up. Fine, dude. Fine. Cats. Was it a full moon or something? What was up with the cats? Animals act weird when there's a full moon, and they were... They broke shit. I don't even... I still have no clue what the fuck they broke last night. I don't know what they knocked over. I have not found it. But they knocked something over. And they were constantly, like, getting up here on the on the TV. They were running around. They were fighting with each other. I kept trying to get Smokey to try to get him to lay down. And he wouldn't do it. Oh, the Sparkles! Good evening. Welcome. Glad to see you tonight. Hope you are feeling better. Sparkles currently has the COVID again, like the second time in three months. Oh, Drake, I don't think they actually act differently. That's one of those things. If you uh, take like um, if you take a class on like statistics and shit, you learn that uh, there's no different like doctors, nurses will be like, oh, when there's a full moon, the crazies come out, blah, 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 blah. That's not actually true. It's one of those things where uh, my science in the modern world teacher explained it to me this way. It's like um, when you get a phone call from somebody and you were just thinking about, you were like, I was just thinking about you and you called. You're actually putting a lot more weight on the time when you were thinking about them and, and they called than all the other times when you were thinking about them and they didn't call. Or when, uh, when you weren't thinking about them and they did call. You're like, you're, you're taking, you're cherry picking that one example and putting more weight on it. Also, like, there's only a handful of people that, you know, are in your circle that's going to be likely to call you that you'll also be thinking about. So, Logic. It's fun. Where's my where's my buddy from Twitter that wanted to have a fight with me? I'm I'm sad he didn't show up. He's spamming my fucking account. I think he's still spamming my fucking God damn guys. 
Over 20 notifications here. Oh, oh. The notifications is because producer Dave stepped in after I came on. So cool. Oh, shit. Producer, da producer Dave's been taking him on. This is the dude. I was like, come on, call in, motherfucker. Call in. Because he is he is uh, spammed my Twitter all fucking day. Fucking multiple responses to the same post. Like, man, how am I supposed to how am I supposed to respond to all of your fucking bullshit, dude? Uh, you'll see Willy Wonka pop up again there. Look, how many fucking times is he gonna comment? And why? Why are right wingers so Gene Wilder would have slapped the shit out of that motherfucker. Why are right wingers so obsessed with this? Why will somebody spend all goddamn day arguing with me about gametes and sex spectrums? What the fuck? Why are you such a loser? Fucking Young Frankenstein is excellent. Tadpole, are you... I mean, I'm a troll. But, I mean, you can't tell me... And Gitch Galloping is exactly what he was doing. But you can't tell me that he wasn't, like, trying to bombard me with tweets so that I would block him. And then he could be like, Oh, yeah, I won. Look, he blocked me. Little snowflake lefty. Blah, 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 blah. Buddy, I don't fucking block anybody. I don't think I got fucking anyone blocked on Twitter. Oh, no, no, no. I do indeed have someone blocked on Twitter. I take that back. I have Elon Musk blocked on Twitter. Because I got goddamn tired of seeing his bullshit. I blocked you? Uh, Mr. Justin Freakin. I find, and... I said I would give Elon props when he does it. Elon actually gave me my original Twitter back. This is, this is like my, that's real me Twitter, Mr. Justin Freakin. Hivis. What's up, my friend? Yes, August. My God. And there, there are more people I need to block. Not all of them right wing. Like, why do I get posts from uh, Pokemon and, and Shoe on Head? And why am I seeing them? I get a lot of right. Motherfucker. Why do I see Cat Turd 2 all the goddamn day? Why do I see Benny Johnson and shit? Fucking Twitter sucks. He could have been gash galloping too. He could have he could have been gaslighting and gish galloping at the same motherfucking time, and you just invented a a new word. Shoe on head is good tastes. I don't follow shoe on head. Mox. I might have to start doing that. I might have to start doing that. I don't get on Twitter a lot. Tadpole has been uh, going after um, Jake Jacobs, my arch nemesis, Jake Jacobs. And I love it. Keep keep fighting the good fight, Tadpole. I encourage, if, if you guys want to have some fun, go let Jake Jacobs call you a loony leftist. Well, for the longest time, 
my Twitter feed was just uh, girl dick. You just scroll down, it was nothing but girl dick. And so I probably need to watch out pulling up my Twitter on uh, on stream. And one of the, uh, like, one, I like girl dick. They are very cute. Um, but two, I do it mainly so when, well, also to support people I support because girl dick is cute. But also... Uh, so that when right-wingers go down and look through my tweets and look through my history, they're seeing, they're seeing all the shit I like, and they're seeing a bunch of, uh, gorgeous trans women. <laughs> and I think that's funny. That tickles me. Enjoy, enjoy looking through my history and seeing all that girl dick I like. Are you talking about uh, um, Nick something or other? <laughs> Alpha male? Nick, um, Nick Adams. It's not a parody. It's not a parody. Mox, it's not a parody. The dude actually worked for Trump. Like, he, like you would think he's smart and he actually knows what he's doing, but does he? I don't fucking know. Yeah, 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 like, I thought he was a parody, and I thought he was the funniest goddamn account I'd ever came across, honestly. But he's not. He's not a parody. He's just that goddamn dumb. What, Poe? Is that what they call that? All right, let's go over to Fox Business. I have no clue what Larry Kudlow is calling the greatest exercise in socialism. But we're going to find out. This is one of the greatest exercises in modern socialism. I'm betting, I'm betting it's just capitalism. He's just talking about capitalism. Now the gas stove thing was one. Now we have this thing with they're dealing with EVs, making sure everybody buys them even though nobody wants them. And the bigger issue is most Americans can't afford them. We should not be going down that road. We need to pump the brakes. I do intend that pun, that pun, and then we got a reverse course. Oh, this is the Biden is coming for your cars bullshit. Trying to stop the EPA dead in its tracks and its push for EVs. Cudlow host Larry Cudlow joins us now. Larry, thanks for being with us. Okay, so here's my thing on this. Mm -hmm. I really don't think they want to get everybody into... So socialism is when the government puts regulations on business. Apparently. Spoiler alert, that is not socialism. EVs, I think they want to get people out of... Yeah, there's, there is a... Period. They don't want you driving. They want to get you out of uh, personal vehicles. This is that uh, you'll eat bugs and you like it fucking argument. These dumb motherfuckers. Because they want you in the city where you're more dependent on government services for everything. I think that's the ultimate goal here. What do you say? Don't outthink it, Brian. Don't outthink out it. What do you think? It then? is what it is. I mean, this is one of the greatest exercises in what Steve Forbes calls modern socialism through the regulatory state. This is central planning mm -hmm. that would make Joe Stalin proud. They're basically changing an entire right. industry. And a big Joe Stalin. That is how close. That is how close of a relationship that Larry Kudlow has with Stalin. That he calls him Joe. 
It's got to be still one of the biggest industries. And the great part is um, they have no plans to make it work, right? They don't have the right. charging station infrastructure. They don't have the permitting to mine the minerals for right. the batteries. So we're going to make China even right. richer than they are presently. And they're going against what people want, at least judging from poll after poll. You got, you know, 60% plus say, I don't want one of these. Mm. I don't. By the way, I've been in a Tesla a couple times, and I think it's a very good car. The back seat, not. But the front seat... Buddy, Teslas are horrible cars, cheaply made, that will explode on you. Holy shit. So, like, oh, we're bashing EVs, but hey, let's... let's Harold Tesla has a good car. By the, they will also... They will mold on you. Yes, you can go zero to 60 in about two seconds. Yeah. But you got to pay about $140,000, $50,000 to enjoy that Tesla. Well, that's so a that's thing. a problem. And when Byron Donald said last night on our show, he says too expensive. He's right. Yep. Bingo. So the EVs are too expensive for a lot of people. But all of a sudden, if you start to regulate um, the emissions on gas. But you don't want to raise the minimum wage, do you? because they have to now change everything and, and rejigger their factories and whatnot. So to get to Brian's point, control is one piece of it, whether you agree or, or don't. Um, but having said that, a lot of people may not be able to afford the regular mm. gas power card that they were, you know, able to have well, before. Look, um, that may be true. I mean, I think to meet this, they're going to have to spend a fortune. Right. They may put car companies out of business. I mean, no. some of them... Uh, <laughs> are making a bet right now. Mary Barrett, GM's made a huge yeah. bet on this, but she hasn't shown anybody where she can get the minerals right. for the batteries. Mm -hmm. right. Okay, Ford, mm -hmm. not so much. And, you know, they, these are, I will say this, these are EPA regulations, but the car companies have to sign onto this and into this. Mm. And that's going to be the next step. And some of this is about... So the car company, so... I don't think this is true, but the regulations are just a suggestion, and the car companies have to agree to them, yet this is socialism, which is central planning, which is not what socialism is either. God damn. California. I had to deal with this in the Trump right. administration. California's got biggest car sales, right, mm -hmm. and the biggest automobile production, and they've always been in the, quote, vanguard mm -hmm. of uh, climate uh, mm -hmm. change and so forth. Um, but the rest of the country, no. Mm -hmm. So there may be a rebellion, and there may be car makers, and the dealers are going to go crazy. Yeah. Dealers outside of California do not like this at all. So uh, I don't think it's about keeping them in the cities or in the country. Uh, I just think it's this manic climate obsession mm -hmm. that they have. That's all. Well, I mean, I, it, this is one of many. It's so manic. Wait till you hear this. We were citing a Columbia University study earlier. Manic climate obsession climate change very real meanwhile the next segment on this show is probably about how drag queens are going to trans your kids talk about a manic obsession that a battery weighing 1100 pounds emits over 70 percent more carbon dioxide right. than right. a normal car when you take into the mining that's not exactly. using clean energy to get the lithium i've taught you're yeah. so right I've, we've talked about this endlessly um you, you know, <laughs> mining... Well, hey, you're making a great uh, argument for why we should have uh, a robust mass transit system and why we should have walkable cities. That's carbon, right. for heaven's yeah. sakes. Mm -hmm. By the way, 
wind farms emit a yes, lot of carbon, okay? Um, <laughs> solar farms. Mm -hmm. This stuff, it's just crazy. It's like moving blocks around a mm -hmm. chessboard. I've never understood it. Um, I think this will well, you're be an idiot. to them politically. I don't think the country wants this. I think you'll see revolts left and right. Mm. I don't know if EPA versus West Virginia, the Supreme Court decision, can stop this. I don't mm. know that. Byron Donalds, I asked him last night. Yes, good evening. In the misnamed Inflation Reduction Act. Yeah. Uh, they put in some kind of rule that permitted them to do. One more step to our ultimate goal of letting me piss and Dan Crenshaw's open eye hole. Give me that eye pussy, sir. Yes, even even Cudlow's friends make fun of him for how drunk he is. This mm. that could still be challenged, but I don't know. Mm. Quickly, let's pivot to CPI. Those were the big numbers that we got this morning. Core higher than headline on a year-over-year -year basis. The Fed likely, you know, still going to go in May. What do you think about some of the components of CPI? You know, the CPI baffles me because. There's just so much slicing and dicing. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I get it. Services, X energy was 7%. <laughs> yes. I'm looking at my sheets. Um, can I just pose this question? I agree with you. They'll go in May. Question is, will the Federal Reserve... Looking at my sheets is something that Republicans say a lot before they get ready to go uh, yes. protest black people. For 1% to 2%. 3 to 4 a thousand percent. We are rewriting. The I'm just full here. of bad jokes tonight. I'm sorry. To and that's why they're going to say, oh, see, at five percent, we're actually pretty close to our you, new target. Well, you know, you may be right. I, I, I don't think I don't think they know. I, I think, by the way, at the next meeting, just reading Nick Timoreus of mm. the Wall Street Journal, the honorary Fed chairman. Who's never been <laughs> uh, you know, I think my pal Austin Goolsby is getting ready to dissent. He doesn't even want to go another quarter. Right. Uh, and there was another name, I think, the fellow running the uh, Philadelphia Fed. So, yeah, and the yep. White House is going to oppose any. I mean, the other thing is, look, money supply, mm -hmm. M2, yeah. is crashing. It is. Did you see what those British economists said? Yes, With I did. With M2 I money that. supply that bad, yes. a recession is here, and effectively. Money supply yep. is crashing. Yep. The yield curve is steeply in. Recession is here, as they're talking about the, the over the Dow being up. This is just this is wild to me. Yep. Inverted. They're gonna so you. I mean, I don't know. Is it as tight as those indicators suggest? I don't really think. I used to know, but I don't think I know anymore what the answers are. We're going to have to continue this conversation upstairs. I think. I think we got to go. <laughs> continue it upstairs. Are you heading to the bedroom with Cudlow? Jesus. Ooh. You live in sexual anarchy? Of course they won't, Shelly. Of course they won't. They'll actually do well during it. Llama, Llama, good evening. Now, somebody, uh, a, a company that may be uh, going on a little mini recession, a mini recession right now is Budweiser. According to distributors, Sales of Budweiser have fallen in the face of their new spokesperson, Dylan Mulvaney. Let's hear from one of these distributors who kind of looks like Randy Orton. Um, I work for an affiliate company. I am a merchandiser. 
and the sole product of the company I work for is Anheuser-Busch products. Sounds like you need to diversify. So with all this canceling going on, um, there's, I mean, I've never seen such little sales in this past few days uh, on these products. And it's, it's sad because when people don't buy this beer, I don't make money. Oh, the poor baby don't make money if people don't buy alcohol. Oh. And I can't feed my family. So it's kind of... Uh, so, like you, you, my friend, need to go to your employer. If you are working, you need to be compensated for that, sir. Uh, do you want to talk about the labor theory of value here? Come on. Ah, yes, the leopards ate my face party. That's exactly right. Heartbreaking, I guess. That, um, I'm assuming this is around North Carolina somewhere. They don't know their clientele. So it's uh, kind of heartbreaking. Thanks, Anheuser-Busch. I may not be able to feed my family coming up here soon. <laughs> Are you telling me that a beer distributor works strictly on commission? And you need to be out here slinging booze. Oh, that's Jacksonville Jaguars? I thought it was a Panther. I thought it was like uh, North Carolina or some shit. Wow. Apparently, Bud does not know Anheuser-Busch. There are more than just Budweiser under the umbrella of Anheuser-Busch. Apparently, they don't know their... Uh, audience. Dylan Mulvaney says she's doing great after Bud Light partnership backlash as she's spotted in almost exactly the same outfit as two days before outside Hollywood studio. I don't know why that matters. Hey, Dylan. Great, thank you. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, do you think people are overreacting with the whole Bud Light people, like people throwing their Bud Light out the windows and like... Oh, he would get a bonus based on volume. Okay, that's what I, that's what I thought. That sounds right. Uh, do you think people are overreacting with the whole Bud Light people, like people throwing their Bud Light out the windows and like burning it and all that stuff? People are people are overreacting by doing that. I'm thriving. I'm happy. You know, yeah. life's life's good. Thank you. Okay, because I feel like I mean it's 2023 and we should accept everyone, right? And like. I feel like it's kind of new to everyone and that's why it's happening. Do you see like the future? Do you see everything changing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, hope you have a great day. Yeah, you uh, probably shouldn't go up to Dylan and harass her like that. That outfit is cute. <laughs> that outfit is super cute. On Sunday, the polarizing personality, I. She's only person polarizing because right-wingers are fucking dumb and right-wing propaganda tells them to hate her, who only ballooned to internet stardom during the pandemic. Okay. Surfer McGritty, good evening. Was spotted picking up a prescription and an Amazon Prime package in a posh LA suburb where she now lives. Do not harass people when they're picking up their prescriptions. Seriously, adorable. I don't, I don't know what all the right wing hate is about. Yeah, you guys saw the, the chat. Dan Crenshaw boycotts Bud Light 
with a fridge full of Carbock. So Texas representative Dan Crenshaw failed in his boycott attempt of Bud Light by posting a video of his fridge full of Carbock, which is owned by the same company. Saw Bud Light's stupid ad campaign. So guess what we're gonna do? We're gonna throw out every single Bud Light we've got in the fridge. All right, well, I guess uh, that was easy. <laughs> he didn't even have one in there, but had beers owned by the same fucking company. Let me tell you, sir, if you had some Bud Lights, I would take them off your hand. I would drink several of them so I could get a good piss going on and piss right in your open eye hole. Give me that eye pussy. This is in his own mouth pussy. Right wiggers are absolute morons. Dumbest fucks walking the planet. But this is and all they're doing, all they're doing is helping Anheuser Busch. This is outrage marketing. I have went over this numerous times. The right-wingers play right into Mr. Potato Head, Dr. Seuss, all this fucking Aunt Jemima. They're playing you guys like fiddles, you fucking idiots. Companies that get woke aren't going broke. They're more profitable than ever because, of course, these are capitalist companies that care about making money. Right-wingers. You ain't the majority. Get woke, go broke. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels. Has become food. a rallying cry for the political right. Whenever they see a brand make the slightest effort to align itself with liberal or progressive values, it's a meme that allows MAGA country to believe that there is an ongoing massive backlash to products that acknowledge and celebrate marginalized communities, but the supposed boycotts never seem to be reflected in the bottom line. Besides, by the time we would expect to notice any effect, conservatives have already moved on to the next outrage. Kid Rock and Travis Tritt declared war this week against uh, brewer Anheuser-Busch for a Bud Light partnership with trans actor Dylan Mulvaney, yet the focus has already shifted to the Whiskey Jack Daniels because of its ad campaign featuring drag queens. Which was also from 2021. So they're just now finding out about it, apparently. Don't tell my heart, my wokey brokey heart. Uh, let me hit you with a meme about this. The youth pastor and his assistant across the bar who won't stop buying you Bud Lights. With all the companies, these grievance peddlers are busy trying to destroy. It's none too surprising that some have slipped through the cracks. Though the U.S. economy is facing headwinds and earnings may be down across the board for the first fiscal quarter of 2023, there's ample evidence that major brands tend to easily weather anti-woke furor. Here's an accounting of several that right-wingers vowed to ruin and how they're faring in the aftermath. Keurig! You remember the Keurig thing? When was this? 2018? 2017, the Keurig kerfuffle, or kerfuffles, I'm calling the kerfuffle a kerfuffles from now on, 
A Keurig Kerkeffels of 2017 was a blueprint for the Get Woke, Go Broke phenomenon. The slogan had yet to be coined, but the sentiment was certainly there. If you'll recall, a Republican candidate named Roy Moore was running to represent Alabama. The pedophile, Roy Moore, was running to represent Alabama. Come on, sue me, Roy. Come on, sue me like you did fucking uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Republican candidate named Roy Moore was running to represent Alabama in the Senate when multiple women accused him of sexual misconduct. Fox News host Sean Hannity cast doubt on the allegations, warning viewers not to rush to judgment against Moore, which caused Keurig to pull ads from their coffee ma- of, uh, for their coffee makers from his show. This was right as the Me Too movement was taking off. In response, Hannity's fans called for a boycott and started smashing their Keurigs on social media. Oh, do we have a video where Hannity says he loved it? Apparently, Hannity deleted the video. Nope. We don't have it. Oh. The parent company, Keurig Green Mountain, acquired Dr. Pepper Snapple Group uh, in an $18.7 billion deal in 2018, Forming Keurig Dr. Pepper, the third largest beverage company in North America, this behemoth's annual gross profits have swelled ever since, reaching $7.3 billion. Nearly 5% increase over uh, 2021. Always hostile to corporate initiatives that have a whiff of affirmative action, conservatives were predictably incensed to learn in 2021 that United Airlines planned for half of its incoming pilot trainees to be women and or people of color. I don't even remember this. Piers Morgan sneered that they'd be, uh, that they'd try to recruit blind pilots next to trick another pathetic virtue signaling box. Tucker Carlson whined that United execs were ideologues suffering from an incurable brain disease called wokeness. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. The beginning of 2023, United was reporting fourth quarter 2022 profit of $843 million, beating Wall Street expectations. Carhartt! The 134-year-old workwear company headquartered in the American Midwest is an odd target for right-wing resentment. Indeed, Carhartt's heavy-duty apparel is practically synonymous with the manual labor that Republicans and Democrats alike tend to describe as the bedrock of national greatness. How could they possibly go woke? Well, by maintaining a COVID-19 vaccination requirement for employees after the Supreme Court blocked the Biden administration's federal vaccine mandate. Sure enough, Boycott Carhartt started trending nationally. In December, uh, Carhartt announced an investment of $4.65 million to expand its Dearborn, Michigan campuses and plans to hire 125 more workers at an average wage of $43.22 per hour. Disney! The entertainment giant, which by the way, I don't think it's a Disney movie. Maybe it is. I don't know. But like, is Mario, is the Mario movie woke or is it anti-woke? I can't tell. I've seen half of right-wingers tell me it's a woke cash grab. I've seen the other half of right-wingers tell me it's like an uh, anti-woke love letter to right-wingers. What the fuck? How, it's, it's, it's Schrodinger's fucking wokeness. I'm having a hard time tonight, guys. I seriously, the hair, 
All my broadcasting prowess was in my hair. Schrodinger's wokeness. It is at the same time both woke and anti-woke. Schrodinger's cat. Oh, oh my god. Oh, uh, it's it's uh, poised to be the highest earning animated movie of all time, isn't it? Working. Good evening. Also, producer Dave from Echoplex. Somebody shout out Echoplex. Mario movie is like set to have like the the highest grossing opening weekend for an animated movie, I do believe. So Disney, they've been canceled for redesigning the theme park ride Splash Mountain to make it less racist because boy is Song of the South fucking racist. And the, like the 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 central premise of the ride is that they're throwing Briar God damn it, I can't talk. Briar Rabbit into the Briar Patch. You when the log flume comes up at the top and it goes over the like your your briar rabbit being thrown into the briar patch going down into it. I don't even know what it looks like now. So they added LGBTQ characters to their family films and the casting of a black woman, Holly Bailey, as the lead in their live action remake of The Little Mermaid, which had me confused because I thought it was Halle Berry, and I'm like, that's not Halle Berry. What, huh? Anyway. Perhaps the biggest blow-up, however, came when Disney opposed Florida's so-called Don't Say Gay law signed by Governor Ron DeSantis last year, leading reactionaries to basically uh, baselessly accuse the company of grooming children. The indignation even led to anti-Disney rallies. I covered one of those with producer Dave on the on the uh, Echoplex stream. They were outside of Disneyland, and it was Sean fucked. However, uh, however much Disney lost in sales as a result, it was less than a drop in the bucket. Their gross profit for 2022 was 28.321 billion, a 27% increase from 2021. And the list just goes on and on and on and on and on. You guys can read more of it if you want to. Fantastic Rolling Stone argument. But I want to get back to more right-wing cope. Here is... Apparently, you know how uh, Daily Wire specializes in... Um, coming up with products that they can sell their uh, idiot followers on the backs of these controversies. The Harry's Razors is too woke. Uh, the What was the chocolate bars that had... Uh, somebody on them or love is love or something like that for Valentine's Day. So Daily Wire had to go start their own chocolate company. Only a matter of time. It was only a matter of time for one of these right-wing grifters started their own beer company. And we'll see how long it lasts. America's been drinking beer from a company that doesn't even know which restroom to use. That's why I created Conservative Dad's ultra-right, 100% woke-free beer. Now, this could be a parody. This could absolutely be a parody, but I don't think it is, because I think there's an ad right there. 
That's that's what I was saying, Dave. However, I don't think it is. As conservatives, we're constantly getting hit in the face, left and right. Buddy, you deserve to be hit in the fucking face. By the woke mind virus. But the last place we want it is in our beer. If you know which bathroom to use, you know what beer you should be drinking. Stop giving money to woke corporations that hate our values. And to the rest of you woke corporations, stay the away from our kids. I don't think this is, I don't think this is satire. Buy yours online in 42 states at ultrarightbeer.com. Man, that really didn't take him long. 4% alcohol? 4% alcohol? Isn't that low? Aren't beers like 4.5 or 4.7 or something? I know it depends on the state, by the way. Different states have different... Uh, find out how much it does cost. A six-pack is $20. And it's a low alcohol content, plus shipping. Yep, only four percent. Is it most? Well, it depends on the state. Some states don't like. Oh, is it Missouri? Like it's like three point five percent. Justin was born in nineteen oh three. Look at my bald head. It probably is just repackaged Bud Light. They probably made a deal with Anheuser-Busch. A, a, lot, of, a lot of people don't realize this. Like when you go and buy uh, off-brand stuff, a lot of times it's like Kraft making it <laughs> and just repackaging it as the generic. Uh, well, let's, let's get some more. Um, instead, of let's, instead of talking about beer, let's talk about wine. Let's let's get some more wine, shall we? And this 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 wine is coming from Megan Kelly, wine mom Megan Kelly. You to talk about how she thought Bud Light's former marketing strategy was dated, and male focused, and she was very proud of one of the Super Bowl ads that she put together. It featured uh, Miles Teller, who was in Top Gun Maverick, and it featured Miles and his wife, whose name I think is Kaylee. Keely will listen to it. Kelly. Okay, Kelly, but it's spelled weird. Anyway, so the ad is all about Miles Teller. It's about Miles Teller. It features his wife a bit. Who's Miles Teller? Describing the ad, Alyssa Heinerscheid. I cast an incredible female choreographer who just brought incredibly positive, amazing energy to the spot. We cast Miles Teller and his wife, Kelly Teller, but it was really crucial to me that if you see that spot, Kelly is... Kelly is the heartbeat of that spot. You're seeing this whole experience through Kelly. She's the beating heart. She, I would sort of argue, is sort of what propels you through that experience. And and that was intentional. I hate all advertising. My God. I'm so sick of this nonsense, aren't you? Oh, and this is a... This is that this is that chick um I shouldn't call her chick that's the meaning. This is uh the woman from Rising that I really really hate. She always says the dumbest fucking shit. Um Ryan Grimm was constantly correcting her and making her look dumb as fuck. What 
um, Emily Jablonski. <laughs> they went too far. Jimmy says they went too far. Jimmy, you're an idiot. The ad is about the actual one who's famous, but it was through the eyes and the heart of the woman, and it was choreographed. By oh, Kim Iverson is absolutely the worst, and you got Drake. You know that. You, I, I think you've been here for many of my uh, segments about Kim Iverson. Ryan actually works with Crystal and Sager now. They do. Um, Crystal and Sager is called Breaking Points, and and it might be Ryan and Emily. It might be both of them. It might be the two of them. Uh, they do a counterpoints, I think is what it's called. A woman. That is, to my credit, <laughs> that's really what she's saying, Eliana, right? Like, I, it's sort of like the Disney executive. I sneak my secret woke agenda in wherever I can. It doesn't matter what her name is. There are a lot of layers here. First of all, I love the <laughs> rainbow children's art over, it's like coming out of her head in the image. It's perfect. <laughs> Um, but then even before you said she was Harvard and Wharton educated, you know, my thought was this is clearly a woman who is a product of elite institutions on the East Coast. She is part of the crowd that was certain Elizabeth Warren would, would be the Democratic Party's nominee in 2020 who use it and who uses terms like Latin X um, and thinks that the rest of the country thinks and talks the way they do. And if they don't, they're backwards people and who doesn't have the self-awareness to realize they live in an elite bubble and need to check their biases. Look, I'm part of that same kind of elite. Um, I was about to say. I live on the East Coast. I'm a product of the same institutions. I realize I may not have my finger on the pulse of, you know, rural America. Um, I think a little, a little self-awareness would have taken this woman a, a long. Jimmy, you missed the part where all these companies that you guys keep bitching about keep making money hand over fist because you're dumb. You're doing their job for them. You are helping them with marketing. Right-wingers are morons. You guys don't realize you're being played, and it's sad. It's sad. It, it's not that hard. You know, if you if you bother to care, you know, if you read certain publications, if you listen to certain reporters on this show, we take callers. You know, it's like they don't they don't have their finger on the pulse because they don't care, Eliana. You care. And while you may not be living in rural America, I've listened to you long enough and read you long enough to know you do care. You make an effort to learn. They don't because they think these people are losers. They think they're gross. She's embarrassed. Glass houses and all that. Drink of choice for Kid Rock supporters. She's grossed out. She wants it to be the people who are at Harvard and Wharton who are drinking that product. And she's going to she's going to change that single handedly right before she gets her ass fired, which is going to happen. She's going to have to pry those top shelf liquor martinis out of their cold, dead hand. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Why was um, that funny? Here's the thing you mentioned, Emily, the the score, like the DEI scores that these companies. Why? Why is. Oh, I think it gets even worse, and, Dave. And Bud Light. And Nike, Nike sponsoring Dylan Mulvaney now for fucking sports bras. Okay, I'm sorry, Dylan doesn't have breasts. Dylan's been taking some sort of a hormone that has turned Dylan into some. I don't know what's happening there, but those are not breasts. And Dylan doesn't need any sort of a bra. So content warning for the transphobia. I don't think you know what you're talking about, Megan Kelly, because men have breasts. 
Some men have a hell of a lot bigger breasts than you do, Megan. Bra. Never mind a sports bra. You, the three ladies on this program right now have six boobs between us, <laughs> and we actually know what it's like to wear a bra, and no one would be inspired to buy one based on non-breasted Dylan Mulvaney prancing around <laughs> in a Nike sports bra. By the way, Dylan also appears to have an eating disorder. I'm just going to say it. But Dylan is about 40 pounds soaking wet. So this should not be anybody's spokesperson for anything. If there were a woman who looked like that, she couldn't get an endorsement because they'd say she clearly is unwell. Okay, um, so why are they doing this? You met, you touched on it. Uh, yeah, Trump's got some titties. They get these scores. They get these sort of their CEI or DEI scores, Corporate Equality Index. Uh, this is from New York. I thought you guys love capitalism. Of the burgeoning ESG. Um, score system, environmental, social, and corporate governance is ESG. And and we already knew that a lot of these big investment firms, BlackRock and so on, will look at your ESG score. Oh, I'm sorry, Shelly. I'm sorry for the poor dude that... A little different. It's sub... sub it's sub showed up with his titties hanging out. And um, it's being pushed by the country's top investment firms. The scores are handed out. Here's Ooh! Here's, a, a here's the thing. Here's the thing. If they're pushing this, then it's going to make them money because that is the only thing they give a shit about. Megan? Good CEI, Corporate Equality Index score. You have to please the Human Rights Campaign. The Human Rights Campaign? That's the organization that was headed by Alfonso David who was secretly advising Andrew Cuomo on how to bury all the women who were accusing him, right? It's supposed to be like, yay, pro-gay and pro-LGBTQ. And secretly this guy was like, screw those women, let's get, let's bury them. All right, so he was forced out. But this is a hard well, good, organization. Because they didn't put up with bullshit. If, they, if you need to get their approval, of course you're going to use Dylan Mulvaney and the like. It's this amazing alliance that's developed over the last couple, the last decade, I would say, between the far left sort of activist class um, and cultural activist class, not economic activist, activist class, but cultural activist class and big business. It's incredible to see their marriage come to fruition. And that's exactly what this is when you have firms like BlackRock and not just BlackRock, but they will actually score companies. Um, you can see it on the Human Rights Campaign website. They score these companies. Who's mad? That's used for investors to determine where they're steering capital. And this is like incredibly important because it's a great glimpse into how divorced a lot of the decisions these big, big companies make, um, especially investment firms make, they're not divorced, they're, they're not in touch with the market. They're completely divorced from market forces. This is not free market capitalism. This is something completely perverted and distorted that prioritizes. It's not free market capitalism when the companies themselves decide what would be best to make the most money. What are you talking about? The opinions of this elite group of investors, DC activists, politicians, um, and you have really like, good luck doing something about this. I mean, some people are trying, and you have Vivek Ramaswamy, who's now running for president, out there like trying to blow the horn and so wave the red flag and say this is happening. But good luck. It's not like you can just stop going to um, that store that you really like going to in your your small town because they did something you don't like. It's not a boycott that's as easy and connected as that. It's completely a distortion. 
distorted market system that prioritizes the ideology of people who are completely out of touch and who have this binary where you are either fully culturally progressive or you are necessarily a bigot. We have heard this out of the mouth of the president of the United States who's talked about Jim Crow 2.0 and a Georgia voting on, law that's man. not even as strict as his own. It's bullshit, Emily. We have gone over this before. Like, we're back to something for fucking, this was a year ago or something, wasn't it? States and Delawares. We've heard him talk about Jim Eagle and all of that stuff. If you are not fully on board with their cause, you are a bigot, you will be penalized. And you will be penalized even if you don't proactively support them. Maybe Fuzzy you face. support them. No, it has to be proactive. Um, otherwise, you will be penalized. So it's just extortion. Um, that Obscene. has completely shifted the incentive system in the market and in society. I, I, it's like, I don't get it because you're right. You can't avoid the companies that take the knee to the, this human rights campaign and scoring system. They include the top scores go to in the following order. Number one, Walmart, Amazon, Exxon, Apple, CVS. I mean Jimmy, is it sad that they hurt your feelings? You're sad. You're the one that's sad here. <laughs> I mean, as much as I'd love to tell you I'm going to throw out my iPhone and not get my scripts filled at CVS anymore, I'm not doing that. I'm not stopping using Amazon. You probably should. I am eating healthier these days, and that is why I love good olive oil. And hey, if you want to eat healthy, I can give you my ass to eat, Megan. Come on, ma'am. You want to know what the latest is on uh, the latest product? Take a guess. Take a guess. What do you guys think the latest product is that is too woke for the conservatives? Any guesses? Any guesses? This is a new one to me. Rubbers. <laughs> this is a new one to me. This was posted by Charlie Kirk just a few hours ago. Apparently, I wish. Tell them that, that oxygen has gone woke. Legos. It's Legos. The Lego group. Supports what? Yeah, the Lego group supports the LGBTQ community. Yeah. 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 This father confronts Lego for promoting LGBTQ agenda to children and gets thrown out by store security. Um, he's talking about sucking dick and eating eating vagina. That's why he got thrown out. The Lego group supports what? Yeah, the Lego group pretty private supports the LGBTQ community. Yeah. 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 But the question is, why are you all in here? with those pins on. Do you think children care about what man sucks at home and what girl eats vaginas at home? Do you think they care about that? I mean, do you think they care? I don't think they think about that personally. Right. Exactly. They think about it when they see your pin. No, they don't. It's disgusting. That's called grooming. Mad, good evening. That you're, that you're in here wearing a pride flag on your, on your shirt. Come on, guys. It's time to leave. Well, you know what's amazing? Most children don't know. He's been educated by me. I think it's grooming. It's, it's borderline pedophile. Man, so many people on Twitter are like, you got educated by me. Dude, you're a fucking idiot. You didn't educate anybody. You're saying the dumbest fucking shit. It's amazing. Most children 
Don't know. He's been educated by me. I think he's grooming. It's, it's borderline pedophile. One of the workers is just wearing a fucking pin. Weirdos to come in here and wear that. And at the same time, kids buy from the store. When does it stop? I'm sick and tired. Huh? Yeah, but I came here to buy something. When does it stop? At some point, we need to stop pushing this mess on children. At this point, we're just going to have to ask. Buddy, the rainbow flag represents inclusion. Inclusion of all people. It is anti-bigotry. So when you flip the fuck out about a fucking rainbow flag like this, it's kind of a tell. It's kind of you pulling your mask off, motherfucker. Psychofap, good evening. I'll leave. And I won't spend any money at Lego. If you're in here right now, if you're in here right now and you care about value, this store is intentionally promoting LGBTQ behavior on children. Spend your money in a place that doesn't do that to kids. Sir, you're about to get trespassed. Thank you. Dumbest fucks walking the planet. Absolute fucking morons. Shelly wants to see a Karen like this in the wild one day. Oh my god. I can't get over these fucks. Seriously. Meanwhile, meanwhile, we have a Missouri senator. Dude's upset about the LGBTQ community. But allow me to show you a Republican Missouri senator advocating for the rape of children. Heard you talk about parents' rights to raise their kids how they want. In fact, I just double-checked. You voted no on making it illegal for kids to be married to adults at the age of 12 if their parents consented to it. You said, actually, that should be the law because it's the parents' right and the kids' right to decide what's best for them to be raped by an adult. Okay? Do you know any kids who have been With married marriage. at age 12? That was the law. You, know you voted kids? not to change it. Do you know any kids who have been married at age 12? I, I, I don't need to. I do. Uh, and guess what? They're still married. Gentlemen. Usually, when a child is married at that age, they've been raped. Just gonna point, I'm from the South. Wow. Heard you talk about parents' rights to raise their kids how they want. In fact, I just double-checked. You voted no on making it illegal for kids to be married to adults at the age of 12 if their parents consented to it. You said, actually, that should be the law because it's the parents' right and the kids' right to decide what's best for them to be raped by an adult. Okay? Do you know any kids who have been With married marriage. at age 12? And let's make it perfectly clear. If they are married to an adult, they are being raped by an adult. A 12-year-old cannot consent. That any, was the law. You, know you voted kids? not to change it. Do you know any kids who have been married at age 12? I, I, I don't need to. I do. Uh, and I, guess what? They're still married. Gentlemen, heard you talk about 
These fucks are disgusting. <laughs> Porg going into the uh, cancel Justin thread on Discord. Oh shit! I'm trying to kill time now because I I'm not gonna be able to get everything in before the commercial break. Um, when we come back, I got one more clip to play you. It is Elon Musk doing an interview with the BBC. Apparently, he destroyed the BBC, according to some dumb fuck right wingers. I kind of doubt that happened. I saw several of them share out like one little snippet. We're going to watch the whole goddamn thing. It's like a 10-minute clip. We're going to watch that when we come back. If you're not subbed on Twitch, you're going to get commercial breaks. If you are subbed, I'm going to hang out with you and smoke a bowl. We'll be right back in like three minutes, guys. (sighs) I just... The world we live in. I can't with these people. I can't. Dude's like, have you ever met any 12-year-olds that have been married? Because I have. Come on, man. Maybe somebody gave you a gift sub or something, Lady B. We had a lot of people giving out gift subs there for a while. So it's but maybe you're subbed. Cousin fucking in the south. Now I had a cousin that I was very attracted to and we kind of um I don't want to call it a fling, but we had a flirtation at one point in time, but I am from Kentucky. I am from Kentucky now. But she was only my half cousin. We only shared a maternal grandmother. We did not share the same grandfather, so makes it a little better, doesn't it? She was only my half cousin. <laughs> she was fucking cute. I can't help it. But she became a right wing chud and ended up deleting me at some point in time. That Jess have been me, yep. Well, she lived in Virginia. I lived in Kentucky. Two states known for such things. He was super cute, though. Super cute. Wow, Server McGritty. That's horrible. A fascist little Barbie. So, uh... She'd be perfect on Fox News, wouldn't she? My brother doesn't talk to me anymore uh, because his wife was this, during COVID. Was I a chud back in the day? Yes, I was president of the Young Republicans in high school. Absolutely a chud. So my brother's wife at the beginning of COVID was posting about how masks don't work and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, aren't you a nurse or some shit? <laughs> and she ended up blocking me. A few months later, my brother posted a meme. I saw several lefties shared it out. It's a fantastic meme. 
It's like you didn't research it. You you heard a YouTube video. You didn't blah blah blah. You blah. It, it, like I can't remember the the specifics of the meme, but it went around for a while. Like this is like a year into COVID or something. And the meme was specifically talking about Trump and COVID. Like, that was the original thread on Reddit where it originated. And my brother shares that out. And I was like, wait a minute. Isn't your wife a COVID-denying Trump supporter? And he was like, it has nothing to do with COVID or Trump. Blocked. And I haven't talked to him since. Yes, elite rich fuckers are renowned are renowned for inbreeding because they want to keep their bloodline pure. Tadpole asking, how did I get into this? Do you mean broadcasting or do you mean being a lefty? Um, because smoking pot helped a lot. And getting getting exposed to the right things at the right time. Um, I probably discovered Tool when I was a sophomore, freshman, sophomore, something like that. And um, I was a Christian at the time. And the song uh, Eulogy and the song Opiate. I went to woke college. That's exactly right. So, like, I, I get into these songs and that's when I start questioning God and start asking questions about shit. Inside the cover of, and you know, we're talking, I'm 15, 16. Inside the cover of Anima is a picture of Bill Hicks and one of his, um, one of his bits. And then the opening of Third Eye, which is one of my favorite songs of all time, is, you know, see, I think drugs have done some good things for this country. Uh, and that made me seek out Bill Hicks. So then from the and like from there I'm discovering Bill Hicks post 9/11 in the run up to Iraq as George W Bush is president and we're getting ready to invade Iraq I'm listening to Bill Hicks's routines for the first time hearing him talking about George Bush invading Iraq and like it was like it hitting at that moment in time cuz like Bill Hicks brilliant but I feel like a lot of his material is timely, right? Like, if you if you didn't live through that time period, it, it doesn't really resonate with you. Some of it is timeless. Some of his bits would play at any time, but a lot of it is topical. But luckily for me, unlucky for Iraqis and the rest of the world, we decided to invade Iraq, and Bill Hicks is hitting me right at that time. So, Bill Hicks, George Carlin... Uh, system of a down system. We're talking like um, I hated uh, um, Chop Suey. I thought that was the dumbest song, and that was all I'd really been exposed to until I had a a girlfriend uh, that we we had sex one night, and she put on Still This Album, and we fucked to Still This Album, and I think I paid more attention to the album than I did actually having sex with her. And I was like, my God, this is fucking brilliant, and then. System of a Down is a hell of a protest band, really counterculture and shit. So that's that was what helped move me to the left. Uh, smoking pot, <laughs> smoking pot, realizing that pot is not what everybody made it out to be. 
Uh, also watching Bowling for Columbine. Uh, I remember that being one of the first movies that I'm like, wow, you know, this is questioning a narrative that I've believed, yada, yada, yada. So uh, that's, that's kind of why... Um, well, here's the thing is like, I don't... It, it, this is with a lot of System of a Down songs. Like they purposely do like a dissonance in the in the in the verses and then do these like beautiful resolutions into the chorus absolutely absolutely since well not just the armenian genocide they they have songs about fucking everything oh and rage against the machine psychopath rage against the machine i i remember being like my senior year of high school and i have uh battle of la that was a, a cd i wore the fuck out so yeah, yeah, yeah. If getting into that genre, the the same, the same kind of bands, and Bill Maher also helped a lot. I was a big Bill Maher fan. I watched Politically Incorrect, and this is this is the reason why the right knows how powerful entertainment is. That's why they've been so focused on winning the culture war. Because you can have people lock, stock, and barrel like you had me wrapped around your finger. I was I was spewing the same fucking nonsense. And and then like fucking music and TV and that exposed me to other things. And Sasha Baron Cohen uh, as well. Uh, the original Ollie G show. Just watching media like that. As you were... Almost fascist? Oh, okay. Okay, yes, that makes sense. The internalized... Tra- like, that kind of shocked me there at first, but the internalized transphobia. That makes sense. Psilocybin. Psilocybin. Uh, so many people need to trip and get a get a taste of ego death. So, and I, I always knew that tripping would be something I really enjoyed, but um, I didn't ever get the chance to trip until, like, I'm probably 28, 29 or something the first time I ever tripped. So there, there's... Um, that's Rage Against the Machine. That's the song Killing in the Name of. Killing in the Name of. Now you do what they told you. Which was one of my, like, fucking hearing that as an 18, 19 year old is like, fucking A. Especially because I had a lot of angst. I was definitely a very angry, you know. I still have anger issues. I try, I think I'm a lot chiller than I used to be. I'm quick to, to, to jump to conclusions and shit. I try to be more understanding and shit. But, like, at fucking 19, I was a rageaholic. And I mean, well, clearly, clearly people come in here and they're like, calm down, Justin, you're so angry, blah, 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 blah. Uh, But anyway, so I hope you enjoyed story time. Content warning, we're going to have to hear from Elon Musk, who changed, for those of you who missed it last night, we, we covered this story. Elon Musk changed the name of Twitter to Titter. Took the W, painted over the W, wanted to take the W off, but apparently the landlord won't let them because of city ordinances. Painted over the W so that the sign reads, Titter. Titter. 
business out. Man, tadpole, tadpole. John Lydon. Why did he become a fucking chud? What was he always a chud? What the fuck is up with Johnny Rotten? Now I say that I'm not a Sex Pistols fan because I'm not a big fan of punk. But I love Public Image Limited, his new wave band in the 80s. Love Pill. My God, do I love them. But holy shit, is Johnny Rotten an absolutely shit-ass individual. And who has been based? Who has been based so often in his life? That's what's wild. He became a chud in like the last 10 years. Because he, he was the one that was always like going on the BBC and saying fuck the queen and shit and talking about um, Jimmy Seville and, and all that shit. Sassy, Sassy, good evening. I was thinking about you uh, a couple days ago. Hope the hope the new job is going well. Hope you're really settling in. Fucking love Pill, man. I'm not I'm not a Sex Pistols fan, but I loved Pill. But I just John Lydon became a MAGA hat. Like what the fuck? Anyway, it's it's sad to see. It's sad to see. And also, like I Pill released a new song the other day, and I listened to it. And I think we listened to it on stream. It sucks. It sucks. I was very disappointed because I'm like, oh my god, new public image limited, fucking A. Song sucks ass. Yet more of an example of the you know, right wingers suck. Right wingers suck at making good entertainment. Have you heard the new song Tadpole? Hawaii or some shit like sucks. Sucks ass. Speaking of sucking ass, I say that as if it's a bad thing. Ass is tasty. Elon Musk went on the BBC to talk about the painful takeover of Titter. And we start with the exclusive interview that took place in San Francisco between Elon Musk and our technology correspondent, James Clayton. It is one of his first interviews since he bought Twitter for 44 billion dollars he defended his and lost 20 billion on it massive number of staff saying that twitter only had four months to live unless drastic measures were taken in, in rough numbers a revenue dropped from four and a half billion to three um dude kind of looks like michael brooks the bbc interviewer look how make me miss michael uh and um Expenses went from four and a half to six, creating a $3 billion negative cash flow situation um, and Twitter having a billion dollars in the bank. That's four months to live. So unless drastic action was taken immediately, this company is going to die and be owned well, by the banks. Let, let's talk about that drastic action because almost immediately um, you sacked a lot of Twitter workers. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, Porg. Uh, I can go back and show you the pictures of him being bald and he, he looks a lot older there, I think. And, and, and I, I spoke to them, it was very easy to speak to them uh, when it happened. And, and, and the way they said, mm-hmm. pretty much everyone said, is, is that it felt quite haphazard. It was. And it felt a little bit uncaring. Do you, do you, do you, uh, do I wouldn't you... say uncaring. The, 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 you know, the issue is like, uh, the, the company's either going to go bankrupt, uh, or if, if we do not cut costs immediately. Um, this is not a, a caring, uncaring situation. It's like, if the whole ship sinks, then nobody's going to drive. Right. Yeah. But, but a lot of people just lost their jobs like that. 
Um, and 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 they weren't. Well, what, they didn't what, even know they would. They they'd lost their jobs often. They just, okay. just. I just want to point out. We were talking about man titties earlier. Elon Musk needs a bra, or a bro, or the man's ear, whatever you prefer. They were just so frozen out of you, their accounts. What would you do? Well, you might want to give someone some notice. I mean, you might. It's, by the way, I, I'm not running Twitter, but, I know, but this is this is the criticism, and this is what actual this is what I staff members but, say. A but, little bit of notice, uh, you know. No, I understand. If you have four months to live. 120 days. In 120 days, you're dead. So how? So what do you want to do? How much are you worth? No, no, those are titties. I don't know. But you, I mean, we're talking about around the 200 billion dollar mark. I mean, it's not no. quite. You're framing it in in a way that that you know that it had a, had a few months to live. You're quite a rich man. Um, I sold a, a lot of Tesla stock to close this deal. I did not want to sell a Tesla stock. In what was quite a lengthy interview, Elon Musk also said he is confident that the social media platform Twitter will become profitable again and I advertisers doubt. will return. Let's have a listen to this. In terms of advertising, obviously it's, the Twitter's not a private company anymore, so we don't really know how, how, it's, how it's all going. Have all the advertisers come back? Uh, not all, but most. And, it, it, and you can see it for yourself on Twitter, even in the For You feed. Right. I mean, in the sorry, follow, in the following actually, feed. don't use for you because it sucks. Rightly. Filled with hate speech. I'm told. Um, that's not what I said. Okay. Well, uh, well, why don't you use for you? What's wrong with it? Um, how is it going? Is is Twitter in profit now? No, Twitter is uh, uh, rough. I say we're, we're roughly break even at this point. And I think you've said before you you see a you see a world where you could be in profit. Is there a timeline on that, do you think? I mean, I, depending on how things go, if current trends continue, I think we could be profitable or... I mean, exactly obscene. Okay, so he even mentioned it. He's like, I had to sell tel Tesla stock. Positive uh, this quarter if things keep going well. This quarter, as soon as that. How can his hairline not look good? It's fake. Um, and do you have a message for the advertiser? I mean, can you say which advertisers haven't come back? Um... I think, I think almost all of them have, have either come back or said... And nothing wrong with that. I might get plugs at one point in time. Can you say, say any of the exceptions? Um, I actually don't know. But now I do want to point out, uh, men like Elon Musk getting uh, hair plugs is gender-affirming care. A lot of right-wingers don't want to acknowledge that. Said definitively they're not coming back. They're, they're all sort of trending towards coming back. But there are some that just I haven't... Jump in, the water's warm, it's great. That's, that's your message to them. No, I've been on Twitter. Come back. Like today, it's not great. Like, uh, you know, if, 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 if Disney feels comfortable um, advertising, you know, children's movies and Apple feels comfortable advertising iPhones, those are good indicators that Twitter is um, a good place to advertise. Um, I want to talk about if you have any regret, regrets. And, and, you know, I think you, you were booed at a Dave Chappelle concert. I think your own lawyer a said a little. No, a lot. Some say a little, some say a bit more. Um, I, I think your own lawyer said you couldn't get a fair trial in San Francisco because there are lots of people that, that don't necessarily like you here. Yeah, but the, I, you know, I have you, to say, Everyone should hate his dumb ass. He was wrong, I guess, the, uh, because um, I was acquitted uh, by the San Francisco jury unanimously. Acquitted? So... Yeah. But, but I guess. What does he had criminal charges? Do you have any regrets about buying Twitter? 
Um, I think it was something that uh, needed to be done. Um, I mean, you said you, you said earlier that difficult, you, you know. It's, uh, I'd say that like the the pain level of Twitter has been extremely high. Um, this hasn't been some sort of party. Um, so uh, it's been really quite a stressful situation, uh, you know, for the last several months. Not not an easy one. Good. Uh, but apart from the pain, I mean, so it's been quite painful. Um, but I think uh, at the end of the day, it, it, it should have been done. I think. Did I, were there many mistakes made along the way? Of course, I'm, you know. Um, and uh, but uh, you know, <laughs> well. and so I, I, I feel like uh, you just noticed that the troll was bald. <laughs> little little Easter eggs. I always have Easter eggs in my graphics for you guys. Uh, we're headed uh, to a good place. Um, you know, we're. Roughly break even. I well, Elon also unbanned me. To be fair, literally in a matter of of, of months, um, the advertisers are returning. Um, the I think the quality of recommended tweets has improved significantly, and we've taken a lot of feedback from uh, people that have looked at the open source recommendation algorithm, and we've we've made a lot of improvements even even since that was uh, made open source, and we're going to keep doing that. So. Overall, I think the and make no mistake about it, the reason why he uh, and you can find Twitter threads where um, coders actually went down through it and showed you how stupid uh, Twitter's code or Twitter's code is with Elon. Apparently, Elon even like marks the shit that he wrote in the code. The reason why he did it open source is because he's wanting people to fix his problems for free. He wants people to fix his problems. For free. This is uh, very good. So, this is the BBC interviewing him. Well, let's unpack this further with our business reporter, Joao de Silva, who joins us from our bureau in Singapore. Joao, it was an extraordinary Ooh, conversation. Yeah. You and I were both watching it. Old and crazy. What's up, my friend? Thank you for being a freaking follower. Um, he, he, he had so much to say about some Murph. Things, uh, but when it comes to Twitter itself and the business, he does sound confident. He he is telling us all we'll be back in profit soon and advertisers will be back. Well, we'll have to wait and see. But Elon Musk did sound very upbeat in that interview. He talked about daily usage being up and yes, the company finally breaking even now that a well, I can tell you that I understand why he changed the name of the company to Titter after seeing that interview to him advertisers are back he told james at one point how the situation Perhaps you can get an ad for one of dylan Mulvaney's sports bras used the previous management of running it as a non-profit saying that the company had only in his own words a few months to live and he said that like other internet companies twitter was facing a massive drop in revenue all of that to justify of course those controversial uh, mass layoffs that we saw at Twitter earlier this year. He Mass layoffs happening at Facebook right now. Gone from 8,000 to 1,500 under his leadership. The thing is, many analysts are saying that that, that medicine might actually be the poison that's uh, hurting Twitter. Many people in the content moderation team have been fired and advertisers fear that, incre that increase the likelihood uh, that their products will appear next to toxic content on the platform. And like cat turd. Bud Light doesn't want to be featured next to cat turd. Dylan Mulvaney, good. Cat turd, bad. 
but you know what's better than cat turds? Puppies and duckies. Puppies and duckies. That's what's better than cat turd. Look how adorable those little babies are. The dog just looking over them. Oh, I'm sorry, Sassy. You didn't just get off work, did you? Also, I am kind of wrapping up early. I've been swamped with work this week. I've been trying to do shorter shows. Really wanted to only do an hour tonight, and we didn't get there at all. This is the shortest set of notes I've, I've had in a very long time. And it still went two hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, this sweet baby. Are you just getting off work and getting home? I could watch this video all night. Oh, you work from home. Oh, then no, you are not just getting home. <laughs> but you might just be getting off work still. Triple H on TYT. You watched Hunter Hearst Helmsley? Like the wrestler? In, so NPR did apparently leave Twitter because of being labeled state-affiliated media, which isn't really... Like, maybe you could have won... Like, it used to be a hell of a lot more funded by public dollars years ago. It is not. Hardly any at this point in time. Like, it, it is not receiving hardly any of its uh, funding. Yeah, we did the fucking... The whole Anna and Chank and then like the way Chank responded to uh, Emma from Majority Report and like that whole shit so shit show, man. Like, ugh, <laughs> ugh. Anna just keeps talking about like she doesn't want to be called a birthing person without any. Without any prompting. It's weird. She, and like, right-wingers keep retweeting her and shit. And people have had, like, very mild criticism of her. Like, hey, maybe you don't want to give in to right-wing talking points while we're in the middle of a genocide of trans people. And Anna's like, no, I don't want to be called a birthing person. I want to be called a woman. Is it too much to be asked to, ask to be called a woman? <laughs> so that's... Is that a good summary, chat? I don't know. I don't... I only pay cursory attention to what's going on with other other people. I don't think anyone has ever not called her a woman. And that could play into it, Sassy. She, she may be doing it for clicks. And as we have learned, outrage marketing works. So I... Is TYT outraging the lefties in order to get centrists and right-wingers? I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know who isn't calling her a woman, so I don't know what all that shit is about. 
I don't get it. Oh, as the uh, the whole Anna Kasparian on TYT. Yes, it's a weird heel to die on. Very weird heel to die on. There's not really much to, to talk about with it. Just... I don't understand why she keeps making an issue of it when there's no issue to be made. All right, if you're watching on Twitch, you are heading over to Echoplex Media. It is time for the Intellectual Dollar Tree. Got you real nice and prepped with that Elon Musk interview. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I am Justin Freegan. We'll see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol Live.